This is the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard, walking you through all the steps you need to train the perfect puppy for your lifestyle. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Perfect Puppy Podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk to you about socializing your puppy correctly. Socialization is a massive misconception in today's society. We believe it's about throwing our puppies out into the big wide world, interacting with everything and expecting them to be okay with it. Or if they're not, they'll deal with it. No. In fact, this is just creating unconfident, reactive and unsocialized puppies because we're overwhelming them and dogs as well with friendly, rude, unsocialized dogs and they're going to pick up bad habits and realize that their natural way of saying, no, I don't like this, gets completely ignored. So they'll learn that actually they don't really need to be polite. They can just be rude and pushy. And it usually leads to dog fights, even though people may deny this. So what is socialization? So if we actually Google this, there is two definitions. The most important one is the process of learning to behave in a way that is acceptable to society. Well, I don't know about you, but lunging, barking, pulling, jumping up on people and being really pushy and rude is not acceptable to society. In fact, it's actually against the law. If your dog is perceived as dangerous to someone or threatens someone because they're scared that they might hurt them or actually injures someone, your dog and you are breaking the law and they come under the Dangerous Dog Act, regardless of what breed they are, what age, gender, whatever, they are a dangerous dog. So really, most friendly dogs who are pushy, rude and come over to mine are actually dangerous dogs because, quite frankly, most of them give off so many bad body languages that I would perceive them as, wow, okay, you might actually make my dog nervous and potentially threaten them. And it goes the way, same way as the dogs, you know. If a dog gives off the wrong body language, they might get threatened and defend themselves. Even though the dog hasn't actually done anything, they might go, actually, I'm going to correct you just because you're being too pushy. You know, they might not have actually done anything. For example, they might not have growled or anything like that. But in dog-to-dog language, they have. They've been really rude. The next definition is to behave socially around others. Well, the majority of dogs who are around dogs are extremely rude and should never, ever be allowed off lead, let alone interacting with others. If your dog cannot listen to you around another dog, coexist off lead around multiple dogs calmly listen to another dog's body language and more importantly you understand exactly what your dog is telling other dogs and vice versa then your dog should not be interacting with other dogs now that is because of the other definition of socially around others it applies the same way with people your dog should not be jumping up and being rude they should be happy to be calm and neutral in the presence of distractions regardless of what that distraction is, because that is a social dog. It takes a lot of skill 
from a trained, balanced dog, which puppies are not, to be able to interact appropriately with other dogs. Because, you know, majority of people think that socialising is all about just socialising with dogs, and it really isn't. The aim for socialization is to be calm, neutral, and confident, and be able to cope with the stresses and stimuli of the outside world. That is all it is. Nothing in that definition has said about interactions. Now, I get asked this all the time, and that is, what about puppies playing with other puppies? Because obviously, no one has really learnt that you know, socialisation isn't about interaction, but they're still curious about their puppy playing with other puppies. The only thing other puppies are good for when playing and interacting with other puppies is making each other into arseholes. And I will say this, I got this from another podcast and I can't remember the name, but it is so true. Puppies do not know how to play and behave appropriately around other dogs. They are very playful, they get way too excited, they usually bark, bite, and very pushy, naturally, because they're a puppy, they're learning, and putting them with other puppies is just going to reinforce that. That is all it's going to do. So really, by quote-unquote socialising your puppy with other puppies, just teaching them to be little shit, that's all they're doing. You know, the only dogs that your puppy should be interacting with, if any, is a well-trained, balanced dog who's going to teach them to be calm, neutral, and coexist with each other. Until they have mastered that, there should be no play. Only with you. Now, if you'd want your puppy to play with other puppies, go ahead. But keep in mind you will most likely cause barrier frustration, running away, and loads more bad habits that's longer than the length of my arm. If you don't want this, brilliant. I don't want it either. I had it, and I didn't like it, so I stopped, and now I don't want it again. I'm talking from experience here. I was a dog walker. My dog was around over 20 dogs every single day, And she was reactive, very rude, and had no play manners whatsoever. She hasn't played with the dog in over one year. I found one dog that's almost two hours away, and she played beautifully with that dog, because she can coexist with that dog. She doesn't have to play with that dog. It just so happened that they both invited each other into play, And they read each other's body language so well because they were compatible, because they were trained, because they're now balanced. She recalled off the dog. They disengaged really well. They went from playing to one minute, to sniffing a bush the next, to coming in to heal and doing gun dog training. That is how it should be. Not going to the local park with 50 other puppies that you don't have a clue what they are like at all, with all the owners not having a clue what their puppy is saying. It's so wrong. We're creating monsters, you know. And unfortunately, my dog, who is trained, has to get corrected because all these 50 pushy puppies are trying to be really rude and annoying. 
and I've got to correct my dog for, you know, paying attention almost because I need her to disengage so the other dog will. That's not fair. And she'll recall from anything, apart from food, obviously. But, you know, it's not fair. And that is why it's so important to socialise our puppies correctly. Now, you might be asking, why isn't socialisation all about interactions? Well, if we let our puppies play and say hi to everyone, we're just teaching them that they can approach anything and everything that they want. Well, when your puppy is eventually off lead, which most rude, untrained puppies are from day dot, because people don't have the right knowledge, and that's totally okay, but it's about learning. And it's, that's what we're doing for the podcast episode, which is amazing. I'm, you know, it's incredible. But when your puppy is eventually off lead, they'll learn to be rude, pushy, and unsocialized, but off lead. And they'll run over to everyone expecting to get a reaction. And obviously, because every other dog in the park is also the exact same way, they'll be reinforced by it. So then when suddenly they run up to the wrong dog, the wrong person and gets a negative interaction, they don't know how to cope with it. Well, had the owner just learned socialisation is all, isn't all about interactions, well, they've never been in that state. So many friendly dogs are attacked every single day, and it is down to lack of socialisation, and incorrect socialisation. And the reason why a lot of um, overly excited dogs and unsocialised dogs or overly interactive dogs I guess you could say are reactive is because what happens is the dog then suddenly is on a lead and can't get to the dog because but they're desperate and suddenly they'll go okay let me try lunging and it works and eventually it builds up to the point where they just start barking so suddenly you've got a barking lunging spinning dog at the end of the lead, barking every single thing. Now, great, if it's a dash hound, that's probably funny to you. If it's a little cockapoo, great. But try it with a 45 kilo German Shepherd. It's not going to be fun being dragged by all that way. And again, it is totally okay to own up to your mistakes because I made the exact same thing. And without realising, I was breaking the law and didn't really pay the price for it sorry (laughs) for all the dogs that Tiggy has bullied in the past but seriously it's about me teaching you how to so appropriately socialize your dog to be calm neutral and everything else and it's not about interactions now if you're dealing with reactivity frustration based nerve based whatever you need to get a trainer asap it's not a fun behavior can take a while to rehabilitate especially if it's been going on for a while and you probably don't have the right knowledge to solve it. So I highly, highly recommend getting a trainer as soon as possible, nipping it in the bud, having the knowledge and making progress. Last week's episode is all about progress and regression. I've got episodes about setting them up for success. The first thing you need to do to set your puppy up for success is get the right knowledge, get a trainer involved. You will thank me for that. If you want to train your puppy to be calm, confident and really nice member of society then I recommend exposing them to something new every single day and once they're at least six months old at least every single week for an entire year 
This means they'll be exposed to hundreds of different things. And by the time they're a year old, and there might be something new, because there is, because of all the millions and billions of different things, they'll be able to cope with the new stress because it's like, oh, okay, well, you know what? I've been exposed to hundreds of different things. This is just a normal thing now. This is just an added thing. I know how to cope with it. This is what I did with Tiggy. And wow, absolute game changer. I mean, she's gone from super reactive, super unconfident, absolute nutter, but in a negative way. And now she's an absolute nutcase, but confident <laughs> in a good way. Just because I've exposed her to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of different things. Going back to setting up for success, if you listen to that podcast episode, you can combine the two together. So you can set them up for success in a social, socialized setting and they'll learn, oh, okay, I'm exposed to a hundred different dogs, hundred different noises, hundred different people. I know how to cope with this now. And remember, training is all about repetition. So get the reps in, you'll make progress. And remember, last week's episode, regression is normal. If you need an extra helping hand with socialization, lead walking, engagement, whatever else, or you just want to learn so much about how your puppy learns and how to train them from a beginning standard to a decent pet high standard, then get on the waiting list for my Perfect Puppy Program 2.0. The waiting list is now open. I am so excited to be creating a program like this. It's going to have all the information you need to understand, train, prevent, and solve all puppy behaviors and give you the support and accountability you need to get results. I'm not going to go into depth about the program just yet, but get yourself on the waiting list. Can't wait to see you in there. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hope to see you next week. Bye for now. You've been listening to the Perfect Puppy Podcast with Miriam Pollard. For more tips and advice, follow Think Dog Academy on Instagram. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. <laughs>